Welcome to the world of Dracul. This is a story of a young woman who came into contact with a mysterious man named Dracul at a ball held in Romania. As her story begins with her first encounter with Dracul, his story unravels as their relationship grows. Previously on Dracul, a figure appeared before Catherine, saving her from more embarrassment caused by a drunkard who was struck by her simplicity. The figure quickly revealed itself as the mystery man she had her mind on throughout the night of the ball. Catherine was still quite stunned that out of every single person in the ball, the mysterious man was the one who helped her. She was both flattered and confused, for he had looked at her in what she took as disapproval. The man turned to face her, causing Catherine to suck in her breath. I do apologize for that man's behavior, if one could even call him that. Are you alright? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Catherine was absolutely taken aback, for she was able to see his face clearly and far more up close. It was obvious just how tall he was. Now that they were closer, of course, for he towered over her. Literally, not only was he very handsome, and I mean, <laughs> very handsome, like seriously, how can a person be so good looking? It's inhuman. I'm even appalled, and just, I can't even speak just looking at him. I mean, there's no words to describe what a god of a man he is. Anywho, his voice was very smooth and didn't fluctuate in any goofy or unnecessary manner. Instead, it was calm, collected, and inviting. His scent embraced Catherine's nose as she came to the conclusion that absolutely everything was attractive about this man. With reddened cheeks, she gained her composure. Yes, I'm quite alright thanks to you. He startled me with how quick and brash he was. Quite rude, really, but I honestly cannot thank you enough. She started to bow her head when he interrupted her. There is no need to thank me. I was only doing what I believe any good person should do. His stare grew cold at the crowd. Now that is all aside, my name is Dracula Gresti. May I have the pleasure of knowing your name? Now, his name itself was quite interesting as it was rather dark and melancholic and his last name roughly translated to peasant or countryman, though he was dressed in one of the finest suits she had ever laid eyes on. Actually, it really was the finest suit that she had ever seen. He was rich, you know, but why would he keep that last name or even have it in the first place? She figured a person of his status would surely change their name if it was as potentially embarrassing as that. My name is... Uh, she hesitated. Catherine, <laughs> and I thank you again, Signora Agresti. At this, Dracul found it really odd as he wondered why she didn't say her last name. He figured she probably thought he was scary, which could definitely be possible because the dude's like six feet tall. 
But again, you know, six feet tall is pretty nice for some of us. <laughs> Though curious to know more about her, he figured it would be best to carry on with the night. Senora Agresti smiled. You may call me Dracul. Is it alright if I call you Catherine? <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this? Catherine thought. He has abnormally pointed teeth. Now, this was incredibly unusual to see. I mean, a man with pointed canine teeth? Very odd. In what way wouldn't this be odd? It would always be odd. Always. You don't go around to your neighbors and say, Hey, Jerry, you see Bill over there has some pointy teeth again? Yeah, they're completely normal. I mean, mine aren't pointed to a razor-sharp point, but his are. To which an imaginary Jerry that he was speaking to would reply, Oh, Throckmorton, hello. Yes, I saw Billy's pointy teeth. Usually this would be in a natural phenomenon. But no, no, not here. See you tomorrow, Throcky. No. Very, very peculiar. Always. She looked up at him, smiling back while entirely dazed by his level of handsomeness. Why, of course. I would love to. I must admit, I am not the best at dancing. Though I, I would love to, sincerely. Then I would love to help you dance, dear Catherine. After all, I've had quite a long history of ballroom dancing. You will be twirling with grace in no time with me as your partner. Draco gave her a mischievous smile as he held out his arm. Blushing, her smile grew larger, taking his arm which fitted hers quite nicely. They made their way to the dance floor, getting just a few looks along the way. Okay, well, they received a lot of looks, but either way, Dracul kept his posture erect and confident. Catherine, on the other hand, was greatly aware of all of these looks, causing her insecurity to grow. Wanting to shrink away, she subconsciously placed her hand on top of Dracul's arm. He was startled by this reaction. Though, of course, on the outside, he remained cool and collected. Usually, any other woman would ignore these stares if they had the opportunity to dance with him, even if it was just for a few seconds. In fact, if anything, they would hold their head even higher afterwards. They would brag about it for weeks on end and whisper to their friends about their extraterrestrial experience. While lost in thought, he felt her hand lifting off of his arm, and instead of letting it fall, he put his hand on hers. Catherine looked up at him quickly, but he remained looking straight ahead. At this point, many young women gave her ill faces, and some men. Except for the first two women she had spoken with, you know, the ones that are not really that into themselves but still had an immense amount of makeup on. Of course, they still looked pretty as they can wear any amount of makeup they want to, and at the end of the day, it's really not right for other people to judge because you will also be judged in return. The two women gave her excited waves, smiling brightly with enthusiasm. Oh, look at her go! I feel such a sense of pride right now just watching her. Woman two spoke as she wiped a tear away with her handkerchief. Ah, yes, you could be prideful, but I'm quite envious, if I'm being honest. 
Woman number one swiftly and upsettingly swiped a curl from her hair aside. I was hoping one of these days I would dance with him, but not only on the dance floor. Um, anyway... Catherine's face flushed as the two reached the center of the dance floor. He turned to her, placing a hand against the middle of her back in preparation for the next dance. Gently, Dracul pulled her closer and they began twirling. She was able to keep up with them rather quickly, and soon their movements softened as they danced in unison. She couldn't help but beam at Dracul, who was equally enjoying their moment. Song after song, they danced and danced and danced. It was obvious to the rest of the crowd that they were the best dancers on the floor with the greatest chemistry, though they had just met. Even the blind man in the front of the crowd knew they were a perfect pair. Catherine was giddy as she felt herself moving freely to the music, losing track of time while getting lost in his dark eyes. He tightened his grip around her, pulling her even closer to him, causing her to melt into his sturdy embrace. Dracul looked down upon her with a gentle gaze. Strangely enough, everyone in the hall began to disappear from his sight as he focused solely on her. There was something different about her, but he couldn't put a finger as to why she made him feel this way. Every now and then, he would whisper something inappropriate about the other people in the ballroom, causing her either to giggle or let out a laughter that she desperately failed to stifle. Satisfied, he knew that he had her right where he wanted her, in his arms, and therefore felt the need to protect her from any harm. Her gaze was electrifying, bringing a foreign warmth to arise from inside his chest, something he hadn't felt in a long while, simply because he was- wait, <laughs> my, my mistake, y'all don't really know that yet. So, just pretend like I never said anything. Thank you. <laughs> they continued their night having drinks every now and then when they grew tired of dancing. Both of them were comfortable in each other's presence and felt as though nothing could go wrong. Dracul looked down into Catherine's eyes at one point while she had finished laughing at one of his comments when time seemed to slow down. He batted his eyelashes once slowly but upon realizing what he was doing, stopped himself from doing so a second time. If she is to care for me, he thought, it must be on her terms. Catherine felt her face relax into a gentle smile as she placed a hand on his chest. For a second, she could have sworn she saw pinkish hues emanating from around him, but ultimately thought nothing of it since they were gone so quickly. In the later hours of the ball, Dracul turned his head towards the entrance. He did so subtly, not wanting to alert Catherine of a lurking figure across the ballroom he had noticed that had been watching them for some time. Thank you for listening to episode 2 of Dracul. Will Dracul confront the strange figure watching them, or will he continue on with their night and possibly become ambushed by this mysterious person? Stay tuned for future episodes by subscribing to this podcast on the platform you're listening to it on. All narration, writing, and music is composed by Priscilla Ibarra. Remember, if he's tall, dark, and handsome, he is not your man. He is Dracul. See you in the next episode, and keep slaying.